The Boston Bruins dropped a preseason game against the Sabres in Buffalo on Tuesday, but at this time of year, it's not about wins and losses. It's about who's making steps towards making the opening night roster. Going to break down the three stars and everything you need to know from last night's game here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to beat. Today is Wednesday, September 27th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day. How do you do that? Well, you go to your favorite podcast app, you go to YouTube, you search up Locked On Boston Bruins, you smash that subscribe button, and each new episode will be added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey thoughts, at Ian C. McLaren. On today's episode, we are going to look at last night's preseason game against the Buffalo Sabres, pick out some three stars. It's a new way of recapping games here on the podcast this season. Not always going to be members of the Boston Bruins who are in the three stars, especially when you lose four to one like the Bruins did last night. But picking out the key storylines, the big points from the previous night's games is what we're going to do Uh on the podcast coming up this season. Let's start with the positives for the Boston Bruins. And a guy that stood out to me last night certainly was Oscar Steen. Now he is, let's be honest, a fringe NHLer, a guy with some scoring ability who could grab a role on the third or fourth lines for the Bruins this season, out of training camp, or in the event of an injury. Last night, he was the lone Bruin to score a goal. It was kind of a greasy, dirty one. Those are the kind of goals you're going to need when you're a bit offensively challenged, as this group could be, having lost so many key players. Steen had 16 minutes and 24 seconds of ice time. He had the goal, six shots on net, which was a team high. He also chucked two hits, and had a pretty good showing for a guy who is looking to stand out among his peers. In terms of shot attempts, Steen was second on the team last night with seven. He had those six shots. They were all counted as scoring chances, and... Four of them were considered high-danger shot attempts. Ian Mitchell led all Bruins with nine shot attempts from the back end, and he's a guy that we'll certainly highlight here later on in this episode. But Oscar Steen standing out as the first star of the game from a Boston Bruins perspective, at least. He, like I said, had 18 minutes, sorry, 16 minutes and 24 seconds of ice time. The Bruins were led by Jesper Bokvist, 
up front anyways. He had 18 minutes and three seconds of ice time. Milan Lucic got some significant playing time, 17 minutes and 20 seconds. On the lower end of things, Mark McLaughlin with only 12.45. Danton Heinen looking to earn an NHL contract. He had just under 14 minutes of ice time, no hits, three shots on goal. Uh, as he looks to secure his spot. Alex Chason as well, 15 minutes and 20 seconds, two shots on goal. And, you know, these are the guys that are looking to not just make the team, but get an NHL contract for this season. Maybe expected a bit more out of them. But credit to the Sabres, who, you know, had a fairly solid game. From their perspective, they were led by um, Casey Middlestat with two points. Some guy named Brandon Biro, who I had really never heard of until last night. Uh, he had a goal and an assist to also have two points. We'll talk a bit more about the Sabre side of things coming up here in a moment. Oscar Steen is the first star, but if we're doing a 1A, 1B kind of situation, got to give a shout out as well to Mason Lorai. Matt Grizzlick was banged up at one point. He had to exit, but he did come back. So that increased the workload for young Mason Lorai, number wearing number six out there. He assisted on Steen's goal, the primary assist. He had two shots on goal in just under 30 minutes of ice time, 29.01. The next highest was Ian Mitchell at 19.38. You got to think Mitchell is in line to challenge for the seventh or eighth spots among defensemen for the Bruins. Where does Lorai fit in? On the left side, you have Lindholm, Grizzlick, Forbort, Borl already. On the right side, McAvoy, Carlo, Shattenkirk, Mitchell. Lorai certainly made a case last night uh, playing those heavy minutes in all situations. He was a positive possession player, 59.65 shot attempt differential while he was on the ice. Very impressive considering the Sabres did have some of their key players in the lineup, like Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, Alec Tuck. Uh, Actually, I think he was... Uh, ended up being scratched, but middle stat was out there. Isaac Rosen, Jeff Skinner, Yuri Kulich. These are some pretty high level guys. Tage Thompson, Ras- Rasmus Dahlin. It was a positive when it came to shot attempts last night. If you're looking at traditional stats, he was an even when it comes to plus minus. So very impressive showing for him in uh Heavy, heavy minutes. Yes, it's the preseason, but still. Uh, You know, the Bruins overall held the advantage. Five on five in terms of shot attempts. Uh, They were outshot, but they had more scoring chances. And expected goals was pretty even last night as well. So they weren't necessarily caved defensively. Lorai, his puck-moving ability, and Ian Mitchell uh, played big roles in that. So good on them for stepping up, especially when. Um, Matt Grizzlick had to leave for a time. 
So I'm giving the first star to Oscar Steen, but honorable mention to Mason Lorai and Ian Mitchell for stepping up on the blue line. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about the second and third stars of the game from last night's 4-1 loss to the Buffalo Sabres. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers as well. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries, just like you picked them yourself. If you want even more value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a zero dollar delivery fee on all eligible orders with a dash pass membership with easy subs right in the app and best in class customer support doordash delivers groceries exactly how you want it get 50 percent off your first doordash order up to 20 dollars value when you use code locked at checkout it's a limited time offer but you can get 50 percent off up to 20 dollars no minimum subtotal with a zero delivery fee on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Don't forget that's code LOCKED for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. All right, let's keep it going. Talking about last night's game against the Buffalo Sabres, a 4-1 loss for the Boston Bruins. And my second star of the game is going to Boston's new look road jerseys. Now, when the jerseys were first announced, you will know that I kind of balked at the number of stripes on the sleeves. That, of course, is a shout-out to the number of Stanley Cups the Bruins have won. Really liked the black and truly gold home look that they have. I love the home logo that's got the gold focus with the black spokes. But I really, really loved the away jersey last night. I love the clean shoulders. I love the, yeah, classic white jersey look. And although the logo isn't my preferred choice, They really did pop on uh, TV, and I'm excited to see those in action again uh, coming up this season. The original, sorry, the alternate jerseys will be worn during the games against original six opponents. The Centennial home and away looks will be worn during regular games against non-original six opponents. And my hope is that they keep some variation of this look moving forward. Go back to the uh, kind of 80s, early 90s look. Keep the dual spoke to be, one for the home jerseys, one for the away jerseys. And uh, hopefully that's something that they do. And again, we'll have brand new jerseys coming up next season because these are only for the centennial season. Third star of the game, I'm giving to Buffalo's drafting. It's really quite ridiculous that they are so loaded, especially up front. Well, first of all, they have Rasmus Dahlin and 
Owen Power on the back end. They have uh, just a plethora of options up front as well. And they've added to that with Zach Benson. He looked like one of the best Sabres on the ice last night and looked like a kid who could very much make the NHL roster coming out of training camp. He's still quite young. Um, Is he even 19 yet? No, he's still 18. He won't turn 19 until May of 2024. He was drafted 13th overall by the Sabres here in 2023. And his junior team is actually coached by Kevin Constantine, who is under investigation by the WHL at the moment. So perhaps the Sabres will be reluctant to send him back to junior with that controversy, cloud of uncertainty hanging over that organization. He really looked like a kid who should be in the NHL. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what they will be able to do in terms of their roster and development. Now, they're going to be a team to watch this season for sure in the Eastern Conference. And I was just looking at uh, the Twitter feed for the host of uh, Locked On Sabres, and he was looking at the um, the depth chart for the Sabres last night, and it's likely they're going to have to make some moves because they cannot possibly fit all these guys under the cap when they're due for contracts. They have some guys signed, like Tage Thompson, Dylan Cousins. They also have Alex Tuck to take care of. Uh, Jack Quinn, Peyton Krebs, Casey Milstadt, Coolidge, Savoie, Benson, Rosen, Oslin. Uh, they have Jordan Greenway there right now. Um, JJ Paterka. Just offensively, this team is really a juggernaut, and they will be um, a force as early as this season. Devin Levi looked pretty good in net. Um, Will he get the lion's share of starts for them this season? You know, I talked yesterday about the Atlantic Division power rankings and how I have Buffalo fifth at the moment, but could easily jump up into fourth. I think it's Toronto's division to lose, but Tampa Bay aging. They've lost some players. Florida banged up to begin the season with Air Neckblad and Brandon Montour. We all know the Bruins current situation. So it's very possible that the Sabres can jump into the wildcard race, perhaps even the top three in the Atlantic uh, coming up this season. And it's largely due to some fantastic drafting on their part. Of course, they've had a long stretch of uh, ineptitude. They had Jack Eichel to build around. They were able to spin him into some pretty nice pieces from the Vegas Golden Knights. They have a really bright future. They're a scary, scary team. And uh, Zach Benson just reinforced that last night. And their drafting uh, has been impeccable in recent years. All right, we're going to touch on a couple more items from last night's game and look ahead to what's coming up next here on Locked On Boston Bruins coming up after 
the break. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Very much appreciate the support here early on in training camp and in the exhibition season. Very excited about this season to come. It's going to be, yeah, very interesting. Very, I don't know, it's kind of unlike any season in recent memory because of no David Krejci, no Patrice Bergeron. It's a brave new world for the Boston Bruins, and some guys are going to have to keep stepping up in order to, um, yeah, maintain a competitiveness on this team. Now, uh, last night, Georgie Merkulov chipped in an assist on the goal by Oscar Steen, 15-26 of ice time. Only 43% or 44% from the dot. Uh, That is an area of strength for John Beecher, who had a 50% record. Uh, Mark McLaughlin, 57.1. Jason Megna, 62.5. So, yeah, there's a real battle shaping up for fourth line center duties. I really don't know how it's going to shake out here. I've been talking about it for weeks now. You look at the top six for the Bruins, fairly set with Marchand, Coyle, DeBrusque, Zaka, Pasternak, probably James Van Riemsdyk on the left side there. You have Morgan Geeky, Trent Frederick on the third line with a yet-to-be-determined right winger will that be Jesper Bokvist will that be Danton Heinen will that be Oscar Steen on the fourth line it's looking like it will be Milan Lucic Beecher and Jacob Lauko but Lauko didn't do himself any favors last night by taking two penalties and um perhaps his over exuberance may be a knock against him because the Bruins can't afford. Yeah, they'll have a, a pretty good penalty killing unit once again, but they can't afford to be taking dumb penalties and getting behind the eight ball here when they're going to be a bit more offensively challenged. So Lauko not doing himself any favors. Now the Bruins will be back at practice here on Wednesday. And they are preparing for their next preseason game, which will take place, I believe, on Friday. Yes, Friday the 29th, 7 p.m., TD Garden against the Philadelphia Flyers. They play back-to-back against Philadelphia, not day-to-day, but they play Friday in Philadelphia and then Monday. Sorry, Friday in Boston, Monday back in Philly. Uh, So. A pretty, I don't want to say easy opponent, but a team that they should be ahead of in the standings this year. And it will allow them to kind of work some of these things out and make more decisions about who will be in the lineup. Matt Poitra still at Bruins training camp. Guelph Storm season set to begin Friday. So it's unlikely that he'll be in the lineup for Guelph's opening night game. Time will tell as to how long he actually remains at uh, Bruins training camp. 
Anyways, I hope you are enjoying this new way of recapping games. Oscar Steen is the first star with a big shout out to Mason Lori. Road jerseys coming in at number two. Buffalo's drafting number three. And uh, we'll continue to track all movement at Boston Bruins training camp. I would expect there will be some cuts coming up soon. There's a couple games already in the bag. Practices coming up today. We'll see who is not present as the Bruins begin to send some guys back to junior and to the AHL levels. Hope you're all having a great week. Hope you're all doing well. And uh, we will talk to you again here tomorrow on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Take care, friends.